This is the Infatuation Podcast, a show where we aim to elevate the voices of Asian creators and entrepreneurs. Today we're going to be speaking with Kate Apiratana Pimachai about her life as an immigrant turned med student turned beauty influencer turned entrepreneur. Her company, Mushka Beauty, produces cruelty-free vegan beauty products that are safe for all types of skin. I think you'll find her story unique and inspiring, and I really hope you enjoy our chat. Thanks for listening. everyone how's it going welcome back to the infatuation podcast hope you're all doing great out there today we're gonna have a really fun show we're gonna be talking a little makeup a little lashes a little beauty with an influencer that posts at kate's glamour and she's also the founder of moshika beauty it's kate apiratana pimanchai welcome kate hi how are you <laughs> doing good how are you doing well thank you so much for having me today oh my pleasure and you're coming to us from tampa bay right tampa florida how's the weather today is it is it dry is it rainy is it hot it's actually all of the above <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yes like we had three seasons in one day I figure if you're a weather person in Tampa, you basically all you have to say is it's going to be 90 to 95 with a chance of rain every day. <laughs> yeah, it's like especially summer right now. It's just you never know. And raining every 15 minutes. <laughs> Fun fact, I was in I was in Orlando a couple of weeks ago visiting uh, visiting the mouse. That's awesome. How did you like it? I like it's pretty intense, though, to be honest, you know, you know, a Disney day when you do Disney World. Well, we've done Disneyland because we're from California. But when you do Disney World, it's a it's a full commitment. Like you're there 12 hours, you know, you're there for a long time in the heat and you got to prepare for the weather. So it was a it was a good time. But yeah, I was really exhausted. I was ready to come home. <laughs> yeah. And you get to go to all the parks here, too. We did, yeah, we did all the Disney ones, and then we did Universal, which is fun, too. Wow, that's that's a lot. <laughs> it was. But I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> Do you get out there much? Uh, you're, what, two hours away at 90 minutes away? Yeah, it's like two hours away. I go on not-so-busy season, right, and they yeah. do have Floridian discount, too. Oh, okay, but yeah. I think it's only work for, like, non-busy, which I prefer anyway, so it's less people. Yeah, yeah, yes. go on a Tuesday in February. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's the perfect day for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we are talking beauty and makeup, and uh, we're talking with Kate about that. And I'm guessing from your last name that you're from Thailand. Yes, I am. I'm actually from Bangkok, Thailand. Anytime you see a last name with more than like six letters, you can probably either Japanese or Thai, but if you get over 12 letters, it's definitely a Thai <laughs> last name. Yes, it's common in Thailand. Everyone has long last name. <laughs> so you grew up in Bangkok. What were you like as a kid? What did you did you play with dolls? Did you play sports? What were you like? I was actually more tomboyish because oh, really? Yes, I know. And everyone is so surprised when I said that because how girly I look nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, you? No way. When I show my friend photo, they were like, I didn't know you have a brother. 
<laughs> I said, that's me. <laughs> but I believe my dad wanted to have a boy uh-huh. as their first child, but yeah. he got me. So he treated me like a boy. <laughs> so that's how I became tomboyish. He gave you a soccer ball and taught you how to chase uh, dogs and climb trees. And stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So let's see. When did you come to the United States? I moved here when I was 12. So that's like right around seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, sixth, seventh grade at the time. And it, it was a little scary, but I was so excited about Disney. So <laughs> I didn't <laughs> yeah, know yeah, what right? I was going into. I was excited to leave. And my parents were crying because my uncle went and picked me up. So oh. they didn't really get to come with me when I first moved here. Yeah, that's terrifying. Wow. Yeah, but I I was happy. <laughs> I was excited thinking that my life would be like Mean Girls, you oh, know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. in the movie, everyone's so pretty and just so much fun partying, but it didn't turn out that way at all. <laughs> yeah, you realize that those movies are not really what high school. I know. Is. I didn't see any cute guy. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I was in I was in Orlando and I looked around and I didn't notice a whole lot of Asians walking around. Were you one of the only Asians in your school? Yes, I think that's what make it difficult because I was only 12. And of course, all the kids there is around my age and they live in Kissimmee. They probably haven't really traveled as much. Mm. So when I first started school, they kind of like, you know, like, oh, what are you kind of feeling? But I mean, they didn't ask me, but they probably like, oh, you look different. And, you know, kids, they don't understand that. And on top of that, I didn't speak English. So it make it difficult for me to even make friends or for them to come talk to me because I didn't look friendly. I didn't didn't look friendly. and Because you didn't understand what they were saying. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't. I'm like too afraid to even go talk to them because I could not speak English. Oh, yeah. And middle school is just tough, you know, it's just a tough age. So, yeah, I feel you <laughs> on that one. So what sorts of things did you do to to survive that? You know, what sort of subjects did you like or what sort of things did you study? At the time, I didn't have any favorite subject because I fail every single class. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so nothing was my favorite. But to be honest, if I were to pick, I think I did really well in science. Like I okay. did really well in science for some reason. And um, I remember when I started to f- kind of grasp my way onto what studying method works for me. Um, science has been my favorite subject. So you adapted pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> and then in high school, so you're good at science. Uh, what other things were you kind of into in high school? Um, I think in high school, I actually moved to Chicago for freshman and sophomore year, freshman and sophomore year. And you know, mm-hmm. Chicago is like an architecture city and it's very artsy so that's when i really get to tap into my art size because Ah, in florida all the curriculum all the extra class what is that electric elective class we didn't Mm -hmm. have much option but in chicago they have art they have digital designs so that's when i really got into art i wanted to go to art institute of chicago 
for I I did went for a tour and everything, but um I have to move back to Florida on my junior year because my family started restaurant business, so I have to mm. move back and help them. So that's kind of ruined my art future a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a little while, <laughs> but then you started getting into makeup a little bit in high school, yeah. Yeah, so you know, we got into the teenage year where we mm-hmm. feel more girly. We want to look pretty. We start um, attracting guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we start hanging out with friends, and I start. I by that time my English was normal. I would say mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I kind of be more girly, like less tomboyish, be more girly, wearing makeup, take care of myself and all that. So that's when I think the age when I started to take um, makeup more serious. Yeah, yeah. And then you're off to college. What were you thinking you would study in college when you went to school? Like I mentioned earlier, I thought I would go into art. I really, really wanted to go to Art Institute of Chicago at the time, but um, being an Asian family uh-huh. and an only daughter, only child, only granddaughter, even oh, um, wow. my family really want me to have a career where it's more stable because, sure. you know, they were like, oh, with art, you're not going to make money. Um, so they want me to be more stable with my future. And they suggest me to go into medicine. They didn't mm-hmm. really require me to be a doctor but they just want me to go into science or medical field just for my security in the future so and I did well in in science classes too so Mm -hmm. I chose biology as my major (laughs) me too (laughs) (laughs) but you actually like it (laughs) yeah yeah so you're you're in undergrad and you're studying biology thinking pre-med but you're still doing the makeup on the side or are you doing it on Instagram or, or what's going on with the makeup scene in this part? Yeah, of so um, I have been enjoying makeup throughout college and all, even though I haven't really like share it on social media or anything. But if my friend were to say something about me, they would say, oh, she love makeup. She always come in full glam. <laughs> like people around me would come to me for makeup advice. Uh-huh. And I do, I actually got a job at one point as a makeup artist seasonal at Sephora. Okay. And that was a dream come true because <laughs> I didn't have any retail experience. <laughs> I think yeah. the way I show up for my interview, they saw my makeup and they just hired me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I get to learn a lot about makeup. When I was working with Sephora, I really enjoy it. I got exposed to all the brand, everything makeup related, skincare, mm-hmm. everything. You know Sephora, right? That's yeah, like yeah. that's Disney for eighteen and older. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if even a guy like me knows Sephora, you know it's a big brand. Yeah, it's a big company. so yeah. it it's really like op- eye-opening to me when I first started uh-huh. working there. I, I I really, really enjoy it. But I know that this is not like the end. This is not where I'm going to go in Korea because sure yeah. because I was studying medicine. Like, what am I going to do as Sephora? <laughs> right, right. You're saying, okay, well, that was fun. It was a part-time job. Exactly. But now it's time to you know, hit the books and you're trying to get mm-hmm. to med school. So you're taking all the hard classes. Yes. You're trying to get the high GPA. 
And then, so as you're applying to med school, were you just thinking, I'm just going to be a doctor the rest of my life? Or what What happened? Yes, of course. Because it's like, I, I, you know, like it was so hard, all science courses and all that. And yeah, starting yeah. for MCAT, taking MCAT, it's so much investment. And also uh-huh. like the all these exams aren't, was not like cheap either and at the time like i have to i was working full almost full time too during Mm -hmm. college so it it was a lot so it's a lot of investment and i was volunteering at the hospital um working Mm -hmm. in like clinic later on like toward the end of the the bachelor degree i was like working in clinic it's just everything investment time energy money so that was the only option yeah and so you get into medical school (laughs) yeah you're you're like okay this is it i'm gone yeah i was so sure i was like this is it like this is it like i'm i'm definitely becoming a doctor but what was the first year like it was really not what I imagined. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like professional. I'm going to do so well. I will not get distracted. Whatever happened during undergrad, I learned yeah. from it. And uh-huh. um, I'm just going to focus. But it's not what I thought would be at all. It make you know what it feel like. It feel like when I first moved to the U.S. Oh, because like medicine is another yeah. language. Oh, it's yeah. literally another language. So mm-hmm. I feel like being a foreigner learning medicine. It's like learning double new language, yeah. two new yeah. language, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it was really really hard, and I feel like all over again like when i first moved to us all over again i didn't know how to study i mm. didn't understand the medical terminology and all that and the concept because medicine you it's not memorization anymore it's understanding because you yeah. cannot memorize it's so much we it's too much we yeah. learn like six subjects in one day <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so you cannot memorize anything like if you memorize you're not gonna make it you have to truly understand it so it was very challenging and everyone in there you know you got all the smart people together they also competitive yeah. Yeah. it's really hard to find like a real friend who really care for you or like mm. truly want you to do well because it's it's where competition start like because at the end of med school you have to match into residency and i feel lost i didn't understand and i could not have any real friend to back me up i feel Uh like i couldn't trust anyone um so it was just a really miserable year yeah yeah but when did you get start to get the idea that you could be an influencer and maybe even have your own company was this during that time during that year so before I got into med school, I had it's called a gap year where you oh, okay, got accepted. Yeah. And then because I think med school start August, like one one time yeah. a year. So I got accepted in like January. That's when I found out. So I have like five, six months until school start. And I know that once I start med school, I'm not going to have a life like normal people. So I wanted to. <laughs> do everything that i wanted to do so i'm not regret sure yeah so i quit my full-time job and i decided to share 
makeup tutorial online and I did it like full time because I'm the type that if I do something I go all in so I'm not gonna like do it for fun like I'm like you know what I'm doing full-time influencer yeah Uh so I quit my full-time job and did influencer full-time and at the time um Instagram was really new so everything was organic we didn't have boost posts. We didn't have advertising. So it was uh-huh. really easy to go viral then compared mm. to now. Okay. Um, and you don't really see a lot of Asian with full glam makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So because a lot of Asian, they don't wear a lot of makeup because how we grow up, we've been told that, hey, if you would wear a lot of makeup, it's it's like it doesn't look good. Like you shouldn't wear a lot of makeup. It's just like how Asian culture we believe. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you see your daughter wearing tons of makeup, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So that's how I also grown up too. But I love makeup. I love art so much that I just feel like my face is a blank canvas that yeah. I can draw, <laughs> paint, and I love colors. If you see my uh-huh. brand, you know I love colors. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I just paint my face like like with tons of color and just create very creative look. So I think it catches um. A lot of audiences because of that like being asian and wearing a lot of makeup they like whoa like they never <laughs> seen this <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. so that's when i start attracting um more followers i start getting to work with major beauty brand getting to be on their mm. pr list becoming their ambassador um being their creative like content creator and it's crazy because some of these brands, it has been a dream brand that I never thought I would get to work with. Like, yeah. I can't even afford their products back then. <laughs> like, I saved yeah. money just to buy that one lipstick and now I get 10 sending Now they're to sending them all, to you. <laughs> in all shades. And I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. Like, it's crazy because I didn't come from wealthy family. Mm-hmm. So... I save money for every makeup products I buy. And when I first started my channel, I didn't invest in any product. I just use what I have Uh uh over and over and over again. It's a different look, but not different products. Um, But yes, it, it really... Like, I really feel fulfilled that I was reached out by those brands. I'm like, wow, I'm actually good at this. (laughs) Uh uh Yeah, so that's when I... Um, started my influencer career and then med school start, which is when everything <laughs> kind of had to come to an end because uh-huh. I could not continue to do both at the same time. It's just very yeah. intense. Um, yeah. So I even told my followers like, hey guys, I'm starting my medical school journey. <laughs> Um, and they were all really sad, but happy for me at the same time, but I could not become consistent with the content anymore. Um, so I kind of stopped posting like when I started med school. Um, but I remember I just could not stop thinking about it. Like Uh the whole time, even when I study in my mind, it's like, what could it have it been? Like if I were to continue, if I didn't stop, like, what could it turn out to be? Yeah. Yeah, it's just always in the back of my mind until I think the end of first year, that's when I really asked myself, do I see myself practice medicine for the next 10 years? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and 10 years is not even that long. I mean, it sounds long, right? But yeah, but it comes. No, but then you'd be like 30, you know? <laughs> you yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, I can't even do it for 10 more days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not see myself doing this for 10 years. So I, I have to come up with a plan to talk to my parents because it's a lot of money oh, that yeah. investing into another year. It's just a lot of commitment. And on top of that, I want to be able to take care of my parents because they're only getting older. Sure. And after yeah. I graduate, I have to pay back the loan and all that. It's just a lot going on Um, that I think the best way for me is to drop out and follow my passion because I know my capability and I know that if I drop out to do my career in beauty, it has to give me a better life than if I were to finish med school. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I will not drop out. So I promise myself that. Mm. So that kind of drives you to be successful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, yes, I will drop out, but... I promise myself that my life has to be better than if I were to finish med school. Wow, that's a big goal. <laughs> yes. So the conversation with your parents went, uh, how did <laughs> it go when you said you're dropping out of med school? Oh, I had like a five minute pause. <laughs> that uh -huh. No one said anything, but it was over the phone. And I think it was really hard. But at that time, I there's nothing they can do, you know? I already sure, make up yeah. my mind. They just, hey, are you sure? Like, are you sure this is what you want? <laughs> I'm like, uh -huh. yes, I'm sure. Like, I've been thinking about this. And I think what's important to me is I know I want to make them happy. But what really made me realize is that I think my like my parents really love me and they also want me to be happy. Sure. So... Yeah. And they're maybe worried about you, you know? Right, yeah. So I feel like, if I finish med school and they really know how miserable I was at the time, I don't <laughs> think they would be happy because I wasn't happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you were doing the influencer thing and being a brand ambassador and doing well. When did you think to yourself, you know what, I'm going to go the next step and actually start my own company with Mushika Beauty? Yeah, so I always wanted to like have my own business, but I never know what it, I didn't know what it would be until being in beauty industry. And later on in the year after I drop out of med school, I have more time to kind of dedicate it to the, the industry itself so that's when i get to see what is missing in the in industry what is the problem that a lot of people are mm. are facing and i want to fix that problem i want my products to be a solution and make someone's life easier and on top of that i also want to bring a really really um valuable message with my brand like i didn't want to just sell products just to sell product i want to bring um bring purpose to it mm -hmm. and also solve problem so that's when i think um the product that i have in mind was something that would be a solution to that and kind of give that answer that i wanted mm -hmm. or fill in that gap that i wanted to fill but the issue is 
I don't have background in business. Like every class、uh, I take was science and math. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. But、yeah. I was fortunate enough that the investor reached out to me because、oh. now that I was doing content and content start going viral,、um, investor found me. Yes,、mm. and they wanted to collab with influencer, and they willing to do the administration side, everything that has to do with business, legal, all of that.、Uh-huh, and then、uh-huh. all I have to do is test out products, um, create, be creative on design, and、mm-hmm. then um promote it. But、yeah. of course, I did test out their product, test out few samples, see if there's something that I like, if it's. Good quality because I care for my followers, so um I finally found the right product at the time and agree to start with them because that exactly what I need someone to support me on the business side and then I can do the promoting side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of neat how you know if you if you go back in your life and you look like you had interest in art. <laughs> and then you have the interest in science, and then you know, and then the pieces are falling together. So, like makeup is kind of like there's a lot of science behind it, right? And you're trying、yeah. to make products that are good and healthy, right? It's um, I think people doesn't look at it as science, but then now that I'm more behind the scene of creating products, I get to look at ingredients, and I have sensitive skin myself, so I have to be more aware of what I'm. Putting on my face, so that's when I kind of study more on the ingredient, like what is being involved、uh-huh. in it, and um, like for example, some people are allergic to latex, right? And they never、uh-huh. know that hey, this ingredient is latex, or like hey, this ingredient can result in skin cancer. A build up,、uh-huh. right? Even、uh-huh. use a little by little, but if you use for a long time, then it can cause skin cancer. Like those、uh-huh. are ingredients, like little ingredients like that, that can result or have a big side effect later on. Yeah, yeah. So you launched the company. When when did you launch Moshika Beauty? I actually launched it November, um, like during COVID. I think twenty twenty. <sighs> Like、okay. it was like around that time, so it was really hard because、yeah. we didn't expect COVID to hit, which is when um another issue happened because the investor weren't like making as good profit at the time because、mm-hmm. you know everyone is adjusting everyone. to COVID,、yeah. like it's shocking to everyone. It's a whole、mm-hmm. new normal that we have to leave. You know, store were closing and everything, so. Unfortunately, they decided to discontinue the project, so、mm. they wanted me to make decision of to carry it on, carry on Mojiga independently, or you know, just the project just ends. But、mm. I'm the type that I, if I were to start something, then I need to finish it. And、uh-huh. I'm like, hey, at least I think it's a sign. I I just、yeah. take it as a sign that like someone came in to help me get started. And then I carry it on, so、yeah. I make the decision and、um, decided to rebrand and everything on my own. Oh wow, wow! So it's been almost two years coming, right? You know, a little more than one.、Uh, what are your main products, and what's your vision? Yeah, so、um, right after I rebrand, I it took a long time because 
the whole year, I have to study a whole new product, find my own manufacturer, test oh, out wow. the products, redesign everything. Cause now I'm in charge of everything and, you uh-huh. know, start company, register your company and all that. So my products right now is an innovative adhesive eyeliner. I actually chose eyeliner because it's the first makeup I learned to wear. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the first makeup that my mom bought for me was an eyeliner and uh-huh. it make a huge difference because Asian eyes are different compared mm-hmm. to Caucasian and other race. Our eyes much more petite, smaller. So when you put on eyeliner, it make a huge difference that like other makeup, like foundation and all that doesn't cannot do. So I feel like it make a huge difference for me and Later on, I learned to wear eyelashes with it. So I think mm-hmm. if I were only can take one product with me on a trip or something, if they like, you allow to take only one product, it would be eyelashes. It makes the biggest impact. It does make the biggest impact. And um, the thing with eyelashes is so difficult. It's really difficult for makeup beginner. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't wear I don't wear fake eyelashes, but even just putting on contact lenses, you know, and just yes. putting stuff in your eye or on your eye is, is tricky. Yes. You know? It's it's really difficult and being working in the field with clients who come to me for beauty advice, I think that's like their main issue, but I feel like there has to be a solution to this. Every girl deserves to look pretty and look their best. So I decided to create this product because you no longer require lash glue and it's Mm. much safer in terms of latex because it's non-latex, pretty much like latex-free and it's also vegan. So you can apply it right on your eye like a regular eyeliner and then put the lash on right on top of the eyeliner. You don't have to do glue mess. You don't have to wait for the glue to dry, like stick the glue everywhere (laughs) or Uh having to carry the glue with you. I think that's the only reason that prevent girls from putting on eyelashes is because it's time consuming. It's a lot of work. It's messy. And they're like, you know what? I'm just going to wear like not wearing eyelashes, but eyelash make a huge difference. And to me, when you look good, you feel good. It like opens so much more opportunity for you because you feel so much more confident. Yeah. You know, this this may sound kind of funny, but here in San Francisco, we're still pretty cautious with wearing masks. Yes. And so, you know, I I work with teenage girls and um, a lot of them say that they've stepped up their eye game because all they they don't do any makeup below the mat. All they do are the eyes. So their eye, the eye makeup is is taken off a little, you know, they put a little more effort into the eye makeup. Yes, exactly. And that was me too, not just them. (laughs) Right, right. Yes, when I, during COVID, I don't wear anything else besides eyelashes because that's the only thing you see anyway. Yeah. So the timing of your company was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, it actually did. Like, and at the time, I think they did have magnetic eyelashes. Mm -hmm. But me being in medical field, I didn't feel safe with the ingredients and especially around my eyes, because I think it's the most sensitive area, even the skin, the skin around your eyes, the most sensitive part. Yeah. 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 So imagine it being on that 
skin and being so close to your eyeball, I just yeah. didn't feel so safe, which is why I came out with this product. Yeah, it just sounds heavy too. To put magnets on your eye. Yeah, it, it was heavy. It was heavy. I yeah. was actually wearing it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to take this off. <laughs> I can't open my eyes. Yes, it's, it was heavy. It's really uncomfortable. So companies doing well, and you're you're coming out with a product. You just came out with a second product line. Is that what I heard? Yeah. So it's actually the third collection, but okay. it's um our coffee lash. And this is because I love coffee so much. And <laughs> one of my goal, one of my dream, actually, is to like open a coffee shop or a boba tea <laughs> <laughs> or a boba shop because I love coffee. I love coffee shop. So I combine the two: <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. The, the cafe theme and the beauty of the lash. So I combine it. It's so it's um like a coffee cup. If you go on our website, mochikabeauty.com, you'll see it. It's like a coffee cup theme, but it has all lashes in there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. And so things are going well and you're you're still doing the influencing. Yeah. So I I do um influencer tutorial beauty tutorial, but now I'm focusing more on encouraging fellow immigrant um girls or guys you know that are interested in following their dream following their yeah. career so i because i got a lot of questions like how did you do that how do you drop out yeah. and do this yeah. i get so many dm that i started to share those content because i think it's very valuable and i just want to tells all the new generation especially asian american that hey you don't have to be a doctor you don't have to be a lawyer to be successful you can follow your dream but at least you need to make sure that hey that's something you're really passionate about and you have a purpose to back it up not like to do it just to do it yeah yeah no, you have an amazing story. I'm really, really rooting for you. I hope you guys, oh, you do really thank well. thank you so much. Oh, of course, of course. All right, you ready to talk a little beauty? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now you're talking to someone who knows nothing, so you can, uh, so you can just treat me like I don't know anything. All right. So let's ask you. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Try to help me out here. Okay. Um. So what I think you talked on this a little bit, but maybe you can, you can elaborate. But if you had someone, so my daughter, yes, not that I want her to wear makeup to school, but she <laughs> just asked me, could she wear makeup to school? So she's oh. at that age where she doesn't know anything. So oh. what tip would you give to someone, not necessarily a, a 12 year old, but what tip would you give to someone who maybe they don't wear any makeup, but they wanted to maybe, you know, just kind of test the waters and get started on makeup? What, what would you tell them to do? Right. So I, like I said, my first beauty products, and it was around 12 years old, was an eyeliner. Mm -hmm. So because I think that kind of make the most difference to, to your whole um, makeup look, mm -hmm. because eye is literally where you use to talk to people and yeah. kind of like open like eye opening you know that word yeah. so eye is like the window to everything mm. so i think they should start with eyeshadow because it's fun it's very fun and they can be creative with it with eyeshadow eyeliner like i think that's something that they can start with and there's so many like fun eyeshadow palette nowadays even like um very basic 
one you know like they can play with because to me it's like it's like art palette it's like what is it uh-huh. you know color palette yeah that's yeah. like you give toddler when they like start <laughs> drawing or yeah. coloring right so I feel like it's the same concept when you're introducing girls to makeup you want to give them something that like they can be creative about it mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not because if you think about like foundation they cannot be creative <laughs> it's only yeah, one shade yeah, yeah. that's like yeah, yeah. that's the only thing you put on your face and to me i feel like when you're young your skin are amazing you have glowing <laughs> skin you have no pores you have no acne why cover it up yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah. so i don't think foundation blush or anything like that is it's a uh, a really great product for beginner and lipstick i think it's like it make them look too old for yeah. their age yes yeah. and they are clumsy at the age like the lipstick <laughs> will be all over their face sure, so sure. i think yeah. eyeshadow palette or eyeliner okay all right good tip good tip and we are the infatuation podcast so you know we try to talk about asian things is there is there a difference between products that someone might use if they're asian versus if they're different ethnicities Definitely a hundred percent. All my Asian customer come to me when I uh, when I work at Sephora because they come to me and they say, "What lash do you wear?" Because, for example, our eyes much more petite than other races, so we have to find most of the eyelashes in the U.S. It's made for people with larger, bigger eye. So mm. all the Asian girl know this that they have to trim like cut the lash to fit their eye shape which Uh is why i create my products mainly to focus on asian community so that it works best because sometimes um the lash is too long or it's too extra for us like Uh we need something that's very subtle but something there like the Asian mm-hmm. makeup style. And I feel like that's missing. There's not a lot of that out there, which mm-hmm. is why I create my products that um, Asian can wear every day. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, and just for fun, um, yes. uh, I looked up a little, a couple of beauty hacks and I don't know anything <laughs> about them. So I'm gonna let you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna share my screen. I'm gonna show you this uh, YouTube video on okay. beauty hacks, and you tell me if it's good or not. All right. So let oh me my pull God. up the video. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, what is it? Five minute uh, makeup tips. Yeah. Or okay. Yes. All right. Here we go. So you tell me if it's Super truth excited. or if it's okay. Let me find a, <laughs> a short one. We don't want to do too many. All right. How about you want to do these gadgets or do you want to do hacks? We can do um, hacks, I guess. Okay, so I'll describe it for the audience here. Oh, let me turn on the sound. Wait, hold on. First hack. It looks like... Okay. Using tissue paper for eyeshadow. So she is... I I never done that, but I don't think it's a good idea. (laughs) Okay, so she just took a a wad of tissue and blotted her eyeshadow (laughs) all around her face. So now she has a rainbow look. I guess it has kind of like the sponge look, like a cheap sponge or something. I mean, it's... I mean, if you're going to a fancy party, doing creative look, it looks good, but definitely not an everyday thing. (laughs) Okay, all right. So... 
so not a great hack. All right, let's get to the next one. Okay, so it looks like she was, that's eyeliner, right? So she's putting yeah. eyeliner on and someone bumped her. So now she has eye, extra eyeliner on and she's extra using wings. scotch tape to remove the eyeliner. What do you think? Let's see how it. Okay, so this one, um, won't, this one, this one will not work if it's waterproof eyeliner. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So not a good hack. Well, we haven't found a good one yet. I want to go. I mean, if it's a regular eyeliner, it might work. But like nowadays, every eyeliner is waterproof. Oh, uh, so the tape would just go on and it will take not anything. take anything off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So this one is that the cat eye look? What is this called? Yes, a cat. Okay. How to do a wing? Not a little. I mean, to me, there's our easier way than doing the whole thing. <laughs> Okay, so to describe it for the audience, this person took blue painter's tape and taped a, a V on her at the corner of her eye so that she can do the, what's it called, the wing look? Or the wing eye? look, yes. Yeah. But she used like 10 inches of tape. Yes, it's too much <laughs> tape. All right. What what's your way of doing a cat eye look or a wing? So for a wing, if it's if if you are beginner, I recommend using like regular clear tape and then uh, tape it, and going from the end, the outer corner of your eye, toward the your eyebrows, and then you can create a wing on top of that tape, and then just okay. take it off. Okay. So this isn't total trash, but. You don't need that much tape. <laughs> no, that's too much. Okay, okay. We're almost found a good one. We'll find at least one good hack here. Okay, this is really good. Okay, all right. So you want to describe it? Yes. So she used the Q-tip. She's biting on the Q-tip and then applying her lipstick. The reason I said this is good because... A lot of people, when they apply lipstick normally, like normally apply lipstick, when you smile, it got on your teeth. Uh. But doing this, it's actually take out the, the spot that will cause it to st stay in your teeth. So, so this is a keep, really good It keeps you from putting lipstick all the way to the corners. That, Correct. That, like the inner okay. corner. Yes. All right. We found Yay! a hack, guys. <laughs> I'll definitely try out that hack. <laughs> Okay, alright. Yeah, that was a pretty easy one too. Actually, I like that. Huh? Yes. Alright, that's your... Uh, so we got some, We got at least one beauty hack that works. Do you have a favorite <laughs> really easy beauty hack from yourself? Um, For me, I think it has to be my eyeliner. I think that's like a really, really great hack to apply eyelashes. And it's my favorite hacks to cut off all the glue and be able to apply your lash in less than 15 seconds i don't think anything is better than that yeah so there you go gotta go to mushkabeauty.com and get your eyeliner with the lashes that go on top thank you sure i would love to like give um like discount code to for your followers oh, okay yeah uh, what? Let's see. You want to? We can record that right now. I'll paste it in there. Yeah. Um. Were you thinking like a percentage? Um. Yeah, I can do like fifteen percent. Okay. Um. Let's go. Asian Pod fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Or actually, okay. we can do Asian Pod twenty. Oh really? Oh yes. wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks so much, Kate. That'll be great. No problem. Enjoy. Okay, audience out there, don't make sure you buy a lot so it makes us look good. <laughs> so maybe Kate will come back on our show uh, when she comes out with another product. <laughs> so thanks so much for offering that discount. That's great. No that's problem. Yes. So this is the part of our show where we go into what's called the lightning round, where we're going to just ask you some quick questions. Uh, don't think too hard. Just go ahead and answer it. Um, you kind of answered this first one, so I'm going to change it. I want to mix it up on you. Um, what do you, so let's say you don't have a big purse. You have a little, a little clutch or a little, a little makeup bag. What, what do you have in that small, portable, easy to carry makeup bag? What do you carry with you? I carry a face palette because face palette has everything in it. It has eyeshadow, bronzer, powder, blush. So one palette has it all and then just eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What uh, When you go, I guess, do you go to Thai restaurants or do you only do home cooking? I, I do go to restaurant a lot. <laughs> okay. So what what's your go-to Thai dish if you go to a Thai restaurant? Thai basil. Yeah. Yes. Like any kind of meat, like beef um, or chicken, doesn't matter. Pork Thai, pork Thai basil. Yeah, that is a good <laughs> one. But that's is that your comfort food if you had a bad day or yes. a long week? You got to get some Thai basil. Yes. <laughs> All right. Last one. Um, do you have any dream celebrities that we're gonna manifest right now that you could get a, a brand ambassador for Mushka Beauty? Which celebrity would you die to have represent your company? Oh my god! <laughs> hard. This is, um, I this think is gonna I, happen too. If you manifest it here on our podcast, it's gonna happen. So think carefully. I would say, um, Zendaya. Oh yeah. Yes. Because yeah. I cool. yes, I feel like she. I really love her personality. I think she's like very girl boss vibe, and seeing uh -huh. her growing up and also being from different race. So I feel mm -hmm. like she has been through what I have been through as well. And um, her eye is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and she can pull off the tomboy look. She can pull off exactly. the glam look. She can do anything. She, I feel like she's very similar to me in terms of like personality. Like I could be very boyish activity doing boy activity or i can like uh -huh. be really girly doing red carpet yeah yeah no everyone loves her <laughs> <laughs> all right and then the the question that we end on is our kind of our signature question we asked our guests to think about who they would choose as their infatuation on uh, infatuation is anyone in the asian community that you know we look up to or we want to honor and so we're going to ask you kate uh piratonic pimanchai who is your infatuation do they have to be someone famous no no oh. it could be a relative it could be anyone yeah <laughs> okay so i think it has to be my mom uh -huh. yes because she is such an ideal Asian wife, Asian mom. I mm -hmm. wish I can be more like her, but I'm more of like very independent. Sometimes I'm missing the mm -hmm. soft side 
a little bit mm-hmm. of um you know how Asian wife should be. <laughs> so for, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. For her to be able to do both, I really look up to her, and I feel like a lot of my driven personality does come from her. And she put like family first too. Does she wear your makeup? Yes, she does. She love it uh. because she doesn't know how to wear lash. <laughs> so now <laughs> she can wear lash. So she obsessed. Uh, that's very sweet. Yes. Okay, great. Well, th- on this episode, you are an infatuation. So thank oh, you for joining thank you. us. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Oh, our pleasure for having you. And thanks for taking some extra time. <laughs> I, I, should, I should be honest with the audience out there. <laughs> Guys, I forgot to hit record again. This is like the second or third time I've done this. So Kate and I were talking for a half an hour. We were having a wonderful chat. We were talking for like half an hour. And then we had to start all over. <laughs> so thanks okay. so much for it's being okay. a good sport. Yeah, no, I, I got to hear your story twice. So that was a good night for me. Right. Um, so people can follow you a couple different places. Uh, <laughs> you have at least three Instagrams that I know of. Right. right? So you have Kate Moshika, Kate underscore Moshika. Kate underscore Moshika and at Kate's Glamour and also Moshika Beauty. Yeah, so follow follow all three of those uh, accounts over you get Instagram. Different, different um type of contents on all three accounts. Yeah, yeah, and then if you want, if you're interested in knowing more or purchasing from Moshika Beauty, you can go to moshikabeauty.com and you can purchase some of Kate's products. Thank you. And for all of you listeners out there who would like to try some of Kate's products, she is going to offer us, for Infatuation Podcast listeners only, she's going to offer you guys 20% off of some things or or things uh, site-wide? Site-wide, yes. Oh, wow. Okay, so if in the, in the discount code you type in ASIANPOD20, you will get 20% off site-wide at Moshika Beauty. So we'll definitely put all that in our show notes. People should get over there and take a look and do some shopping. Uh, everyone out there, thanks for listening. I hope you learned something. Um, as always, you can write to us and give us your opinion at infatuationpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Instagram at the Infatuation Podcast. And you know I'll put all these details in the show notes. Make sure you follow us and give us a review on Apple or a rating on Spotify. Uh, So until we talk to you again, on behalf of Kate and myself, we hope that you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got one done. Yay. (laughs) 